0: Deutsche Welle, learning by ear, listen up, shape your future.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of our Learning by Ear series about migration. In this episode, we're going to take you to Lampedusa, Italy's most southern island. This tiny isle is located in the Mediterranean Sea between Tunisia and Sicily. It is the gateway to Europe for tens of thousands of refugees coming from Africa every year. But the migrants are far from welcome. Instead, the Italian government is attempting to enforce stricter laws in order to put a stop to the immigration. The people of Lampedusa are confronted with the effects of this policy on a daily basis, as our correspondent Sandra Petersman reports.
0: The waves of the Mediterranean break at a small bay between two cliffs. The water is crystal clear, and shimmers in the sunlight. The 70 boat people, though, are not interested in looking at the sparse beauty of Lampedusa. The exhausted refugees have risked the perilous crossing from Libya in a rubber dingy. Barbara Molinario from the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, UNHCR, estimates that each one of them has paid at least $1,500 to professional people smugglers. Sometimes it takes a Somali refugee or an Eritrean refugee about sometimes
1: even two years because they have to stop and work uh, in various countries to make the money to pay for the trip, which is very expensive. And the sea is really only the last part of uh, all the terrible things that they go through. The worst part, what they say is the worst part is always the crossing of the Sahara Desert. Um, which they do in
0: very crowded conditions, in small cars with very little water, and this is where most of them, in fact, die. The Italian officials divide the newcomers into two groups. The sub-Saharan Africans are classified as probable asylum seekers and will be sent onto the island of Sicily or to the Italian mainland. North Africans from the Maghreb region are considered illegal immigrants and they will have to stay on the island, as Carlotta Santa Rosa from the International Organization for Migration explains. At the moment, the center is overcrowded, the standard conditions are really poor, and it's very difficult to keep so a big number of people for a long period. I mean, there are no other identification centers in Italy with a, such a number of migrants. The reception centre also serves for the time being as a deportation centre, while the building of the real one is completed. The refugees used to only stay on the island for a few days, but now... They can be detained for up to six
2: months. We told Italy,
1: Europe, in fact the entire world, that you don't want to become a prison island with a large deportation camp. All of us here are dependent on tourism. We are
2: hoping for roundtable negotiations.
0: Lampedusa's mayor Bernardino de Roubaix is perfectly happy with the stricter immigration and deportation policies of the Italian government, just as long as they do not take place on his island. These angry hoteliers and restaurant owners are even threatening the government in distant Rome with war because the tourists are staying away. The only guests on the island these days are more than 1,000 policemen and soldiers who are stationed here. After early morning mass, some elderly women stand around together in the church square. They talk about the poor refugees who came by boat and now need help. But they also talk about rape, prostitution and drug dealing. The tiny isle of Lampedusa has less than 6,000 inhabitants. The fear of foreign infiltration and criminality is deep even though the imprisoned refugees are all but invisible in the day-to-day life of the island. Giusi Nicolini manages the Nature Reserve on Lampedusa and is part of a small group of human rights activists who are organizing a petition against the Centre for Deportation. This petition will be sent to Rome and Brussels. In questions of environment protection, the European Union always emphasizes the fact that the affected people are taken into account, I always have to consider the consequences of my conservation projects for the local population. But as far as immigration is concerned, nobody worries about it. The Italian government has plenty of free rope there. The EU cares neither about the refugees' human rights nor about the rights of the island's
2: inhabitants.
0: Mugwami is one of many thousands of young Africans who have risked their lives to reach Europe. The law student was 27 when he left his home country in the winter of 2005. He fought his way through Sudan to Libya. He fell into the trap of people smugglers, was arrested and deported by the Libyan police. They left him in the desert without any water. He struggled back to the Libyan coast and risked the perilous boat trip across the Mediterranean. In the summer of 2006, after many months of suffering, he arrived on Lampedusa. Recently, Guimer came back to the island for the first time to show the local population a documentary about the continual exodus from Africa. You can hear a pin drop in the church hall. The audience stare riveted at the screen. Around 50 inhabitants of the island have turned up to see the documentary like a human being on the earth. In this film, young migrants like Dagomi Yimer describe the flight. It takes most of them six months to even a year. Young men and women describe how they've been hit, robbed, arrested, raped and stranded in the desert. They tearfully tell how they were subjected to the arbitrary whims of the officials and the people smugglers. Dago Migimer from Ethiopia made the documentary together with two Italian directors who he became friends with. He now lives in Rome, but he has never forgotten the few days he spent in summer 2006 on Lampedusa after his successful flight.
2: I came here. I arrived here you know, on a boat without shoes. Now I turned with some shoes with the air, airplane. So I don't know how to explain my emotions. I have presented my film all around Ita- Italy, but this time when I came back to Lampedusa, this is the first time that I that I have um, felt more emotions and more uh, sentiment.
0: Dagwami, whom everyone simply calls Dag, was 27 when he decided to leave Ethiopia.
2: I went out because I lost hope in in living in that kind of uh, country where there is no democracy. So I lost hope in proceeding my studies, my studies in university. So that is my main reason to protest against the government. I looked to go out in, in such a travel.
0: Now, Dagomi from Ethiopia is 31. In Rome, he helps other migrants and makes films about their fate. He has fallen in love with Elena.
2: Life is not easy, even for the Europeans, is complicated. So, I'm happy to be with a girl I love. I don't, and when somebody asks me. Is she Italian? I don't know answer because I met a girl, not an Italian.
0: Like a human being on Earth, the documentary has moved the audience on Lampedusa. Lampedusa has around 6,000 inhabitants. Very few of them will have any contact with the migrants who live in the camps before they are got off the island.
1: And that was a story of Dagwame Yemer from Ethiopia, who got stranded as a refugee on the southern Italian island of Lampedusa. He converted his experiences into documentary film. And with that, we come to the end of today's episode in our Learning by Ear series about migration. If you would like to learn more, then have a look at our website at www.dwworld.de forward slash LBE Bye for now and we hope you'll visit us again soon.